Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of Wild, Messy, Infinite Love. This episode is episode number 24, and it is called Welcome to Meme Nation. That's right, everyone. We're going to be talking about some white, hot, juicy memes this week. Um, And I'm so excited to share this episode with you. But first, I wanted to give you sort of an update on um, a really important project that I'm working on right now. So as many of you are probably experiencing right now, you may be listening to this podcast while you're hunkered at home in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic and crisis that's happening around us. And Normally, when we're in crisis mode, we're able to come together as a community and support one another. However, at this moment, um, with this particular crisis, we aren't really able to be physically with one another. We have to remain isolated from one another. Um, But we still need that sense of community, that sense of support, that sense of coming together. And of course, there are absolutely incredible people out there in the world who are going out and getting um, supplies for people, going out and buying things like hand sanitizer and baby wipes and toilet paper and food and providing all these necessary things for people who aren't able to get access to them. And those people should absolutely be applauded. Stop whatever you're doing. Stop right now and give them a round of applause or give them a hoot and a holler because they are absolutely amazing people. One of the things that I'm doing is creating a space where people can engage with one another more at a relational and spiritual level. Um, Those are two things that I particularly specialize in as someone who has spent the last eight to 10 years of their life, almost 10 years of their life, studying the humanities, studying religion, studying spirituality and theology, um, studying what it means to be in community with other people. So with that being said, I've actually created a Discord server that people can join to have that sense of community and support in the midst of this crisis um, virtually, where you can still be interacting with each other. There's a voice chat um, system built into Discord that you can be talking with other people. There are chat rooms where you can be typing. There's places to share resources, um, videos, links to um, sermons or something that's helping you get through the day. Um, there's an opportunity to share upcoming updated information about the COVID-19 outbreak um, and how we're navigating that life together. Um So I would really encourage you, if you're listening to this, to go on over to my Discord server and sign up, um, join the server. Um, You can find all the information for that on my Facebook page, my Instagram page, and my Twitter page. Um, All of those can be found at Brother Snades. That's the handle that I use for all of those pages. Um, So go over there um, and join the server. But then also, if you know that there are others in your life that would benefit from this sort of virtual community where we can support one another in a relational and spiritual way, send them the link as well. All you need is an email address um, and you can create um, a login for Discord and you'll be able to get access to that server. You'll be able to talk to other people and be interacting with other people. Um, So if that's something that you find helpful, do it. 
Um, additionally, I also have a bunch of information on my um, social media pages, but um, I also would like to reach out to each and every one of you and say that if you need someone to talk to, please feel free to reach out to me. You can private message me on any of my social media platforms. Um, you can shoot me an email to my personal email that I use for this podcast. It is Eric Snader, E-R-I-C-S-N-A-D-E-R at gmail.com. I'm more than happy to listen. Um, while I'm young, I do have close to 10 years of experience studying spirituality and religion and theology. So I like to think that I have some good things to say. Um, I have the ability to listen. So if that's something that you need, please do not hesitate to reach out. I'm more than happy to help in any way that I can, whether it's through the Discord space or whether it is through personal interaction or just recording a silly podcast about memes. So without any further ado, episode 24, welcome to Meme Nation, y'all. Let's talk about it. So, Meme Nation, what is this about? (laughs) Um, So, one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about this week um, is the fact that memes are a really interesting phenomena in our world today. Um, So, earlier this week, I was on the website, the um, platform, Imgur, Imgur, I'm not really sure. I've heard it said both ways. I say Imgur. Um, It's essentially a site where people can post pictures. Um, A lot of them are memes. And I actually posted this um, yesterday on my Instagram page, but there was a Flappy Bird meme that really spoke to me at a really deep level. Um, It was like one of those memes where you read it and you're like, oh my God, they're talking about me. Um, I've noticed that sort of thing happening a lot. Um, So if you're interested in seeing the meme, it's on my Instagram page. But essentially, it's um, if you remember the mobile game Flappy Bird, um, there was a picture where you're the Flappy Bird and saying like, oh, I'm a free spirit, all this kind of stuff. And then there are two pipes with like a tiny space that the Flappy Bird definitely can't fit through. And the one pipe says, doing all of my chores, cooking dinner, um, getting everything else that I need to do done at the house and getting eight hours of sleep. And then the pipe underneath said, um, going to work for eight hours and then having a two hour commute. And then that tiny space in between, which the bird definitely couldn't fit through was my 30 minutes, minutes of free time every day. <laughs> um, and as someone who commutes almost two hours for their job, um, and as someone who does work, you know, eight thirty to five o'clock every single day, Monday through Friday, sometimes even Saturdays, that was something that really resonated with me. Um, it really struck me at a very deep and profound level. And like I was saying, I've been noticing a lot of memes doing that to me, whether they're talking about work, whether they're talking about anxiety and idiosyncrasies that people have, um, whether they're talking about depression. Um, you know, these memes really 
have a way of capturing myself up in them as well. Um, and I think one of the interesting things about memes is that they, they really do communicate on a lot of different levels. So, um, the two levels that I'm going to be talking about today, obviously there's more than this, but the two levels I'll be talking about today are comedy and vulnerability. So memes are comedic, but memes are also vulnerable. Um, so in te- in terms of uh, memes as a communication of comedy, obviously comedy is not something that's new. Um, the The things that memes are communicating are is not a new phenomenon. Uh, you know, the form of the meme, while current to this particular era and this particular generation. Um, this form has existed for a really long time. I mean, you can look at people like Jerry Seinfeld, who was like this pioneer for observational humor and observational comedy. Um, that was a similar type of communication, a similar type of comedy where, um, Seinfeld was essentially saying, Hey, I observed these things in my life. And oddly enough, the audience members were also saying, Hey, I observed them in my life as well. That's what memes are doing. It's an observation of our lives. And when you read it and it connects with you at a deep level, what that meme is saying is, Hey, this is part of your life too. You can see this in your own life. Um, Similarly, people like um, Pete Holmes, who's another comedian that I absolutely love, um, you know, in his podcast and in the work that he does, he speaks to true lived experiences. Um, He's not doing slapstick humor where he's like hitting himself with a broom or getting a pie in the face. His humor is very much based in his life and blood life. Um, and the reason it connects with us so profoundly, the reason that it's so funny is the fact that we can see those experiences in our lives as well. So oddly enough, comedy and memes, which is another form of comedy, serve as a vehicle for shared experiences because ultimately comedy at its best is a way in which we can really begin to shift our lens to not just laugh at our experiences, but also in a strange way, help us to vulnerably confront them. Um, Comedy at its best is about vulnerability to be able to bear oneself open and share those experiences with another Person. This is probably why people like Rob Bell, who is not necessarily a stand-up comedian, would resonate very deeply with comedy. This is why people like Pete Rollins, who's a philosopher, resonates really deeply with comedy. Um, because comedy not only is this space of vulnerability, but it's also just a way that we can stop taking ourselves so stinking seriously. Um, I know for me, for a while with this podcast, um, I sort of hit this mental block where I was taking it so seriously. Um, You know, I was like, oh, I need to create the very best content. I need to be talking about this profound stuff. Um, You know, I need to be talking about the height of spirituality and like the deepest part of religion. And I was taking it so seriously and it was no longer interesting or fun to me. 
Um, and it was very much a revelation where I stopped taking it so seriously. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to talk about what's inside me. Um, I'm going to talk about the experiences that I'm having. Um, that's what this particular episode is about. This meme episode came from an experience that I had of reading or looking at a meme and saying, hey, that's my life too. And this this is what memes are doing. They're helping us to, one, laugh at ourselves and not take ourselves so stinking seriously because sometimes we just need to give ourselves a fucking break. Can I get an amen? Uh, <laughs> sometimes we just need to give ourselves permission to just laugh. We need to give ourselves permission to just say, yeah, this is part of my life. And yeah, there are things I need to do to change my life. And there's actions that I can be taking. And there's things that I need to work through. But also, this is just fucking funny. So I'm just going to laugh about it. <laughs> um, so memes are a vehicle for communicating that. But they're also that vehicle for helping us to shift our lens away from our experiences as like these things that are happening to us or these things that are sort of out here in this ethereal space. Memes really help us to connect with that experience, but it also helps us connect with other people who are also having that experience. One of the really unique aspects about the Imgur community, for instance, um, is how much of a support system it is for so many people. When I browse through that, there are so many posts of people who are going through something really difficult. Maybe their loved one died from cancer or their dog is having medical issues or um, they've recently gone through significant weight loss or anything like that. There is a group and a community that rallies around them. And oftentimes they are people who have undergone the very same experiences. And memes are a lighthearted, silly way of doing just that. They are a way of letting oneself walk deeper into one's experiences rather than avoid it. Um, and I think that's a really common misnomer with memes is that you know, people view memes as like this escape from reality. They view it as this escape from responsibility, you know, like, um, you know, I don't want to focus on anything else. I'm going to turn to this meme and just laugh and forget about my worries. And I mean, to be sure, there are definitely some memes and some forms of comedy as a whole, which do that. Um, ultimately I want to leave this caveat, um, Memes, comedy, whatever it is that shared experience um, is, however you encounter that shared experience, that's only the first step. Um, it's not necessarily enough to just inundate yourself with memes and shared experiences from others, but you must allow that realization and that encounter to really point you in the direction of going deeper into it yourself. Um the the way that you could think of it is if you are on a timeline, so say you're going on this parallel line and then you encounter a meme, you encounter comedy, you encounter some sort of shared experience and there's a blip on the line, um, you could easily just continue going in that straight line or 
that blip can be what changes the course of your line to go down into a sharp um, decline into a deeper part of one's self, if that makes sense. Um, It's the first step to really being vulnerable with yourself, to being vulnerable with your experiences. Um, One of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with today, I know I struggle with it, is vulnerability. Um, You know, this, this, this trait of being able to accept oneself for who they are, the ability to really, truly, authentically communicate with another person, Um, You know, we have this feeling that we have to have these walls up, that people aren't going to accept us for who we are, that, um, you know, you have to have the car and the clothes and the house in order to have, quote unquote, made it. Um, Meanwhile, even though you have all this money, you're realizing, man, this is not living up to what I thought it would be. How many of us have had that sort of experience? where you've been told your whole life, if you get to this particular point in your life, then you've made it. Um, If you graduate from college and you get a job, then you've made it. If you get married, then all of your problems are going to go away. Um, My wife and I have been... (laughs) My wife and I have been watching some trash TV recently. um, And the show that we've been watching together most recently is a show called Married at First Sight. Um, And this show is filled with people who are essentially saying, I want to get married because I've been told that marriage will solve all of my problems. But then they get into the marriage and they realize, oh, shit, this is not solving all of my problems. If anything, it's exacerbating my problems. Um, We have a problem with being vulnerable with ourselves we have a problem with being vulnerable with each other Um, and i think this is where memes comedy shared experiences are helpful because they serve to be the first stepping stone on a path towards true vulnerability it takes some form of vulnerability to read a meme about depression and say hey I feel that too. And then from there, you can take that next step. If you can be that small piece of vulnerable, you can take that next step into being more vulnerable in accepting who you are, in discovering that this might be something that I don't want to live with. That's also a piece of vulnerability. It's not just acceptance, but it's also recognition that, you know, there are some things that are broken. Being vulnerable enough to recognize and accept that things are broken and they need to be fixed. That's another piece of vulnerability. Um, So like I was saying, things like memes, things like comedy, things like shared experiences, um, when they're at their best um, and when they're at their most impactful is when they not only share a raw, true, authentic experience, uh, but it's communicated in such a way that you connect with it too. The, the mere act of 
being able to communicate that in some way, shape, or form, whether you're the one writing the meme or whether you're the one reading the meme. Even that in connecting with that experience is an act of vulnerability, as is any act of true creation. Um, You know, it takes vulnerability to take what is inside you and give it out to the world in authentic in an authentic way. And like I was saying, it takes vulnerability to be able to look inside yourself as well and recognize those experiences, recognize those feelings, those emotions, whatever it is that is going on inside you. You know, it's it's easy enough to see a meme and then laugh and then move on, as I was saying in the caveat, just moments before, you know, it's it's easy enough to do that without letting yourself be vulnerable enough to let it reach something deeper inside you. But I would encourage you to shift your lens when you're viewing any sort of comedy, when you're viewing any sort of shared experience Um, You know, I think we have a tendency to say, well, that's something that's going on in their life, but it's not something that's going on in my life. And we we lie to ourselves. We have a really good knack of lying to ourselves, don't we? Um, But I would encourage you to shift the lens, to shift it to the point where you're no longer lying to yourself, but where you're actually encountering these experiences. And the reason I'm encouraging you to do that is lying to ourselves gets us nowhere. Lying to ourselves allows us to continue wallowing in our own doubts and fears and anxieties and depression. Lying to ourselves and failing to be vulnerable leaves us isolated from others. Any form of true connection, either with the self or with other people, requires vulnerability. I mean, how many of you have gone to work or encountered someone who you knew was not telling the truth, who you knew was not being authentic, who you knew was lying to you, was lying to themselves? I mean, we pick up on that stuff so easily. It's like we have a sixth sense within us that knows intuitively this person's lying, this person's not being authentic. And think through, if you encounter one of those people, how quickly are you going to go and be a close connectional person with them? How easy is it for you to become a friend of that person? How easy is it for you to connect on a deeper level, deeper surface level beyond just, hey, how's the weather going today? Vulnerability and authenticity are necessary for true connection. And true connection is what transforms us. You need to be vulnerable. You need to be authentic to form that true connection. And when you form that true connection, either with yourself or with other people, that's when the magic happens. That's when the juice starts cooking. That's when transformation happens. 
if you look at Jesus's life, sure, there were plenty of times where Jesus went off on his own to pray. Sure, there were plenty of times where um, Jesus was silent. But he used those moments to be authentic with himself. He used those moments when he was walking around with his disciples to be authentic with them. And when he came into authentic, vulnerable connection with his disciples and with the people around him, that's when the magic happened. That's when the waters turned to wine. That's when the blind are able to see again. That's when the lame walk. That's when the lepers are purified and healed. It's in that moment of authentic connection that the juice starts to cook. And it's the same in your life. It's the same in my life. When we have those moments of vulnerable, authentic connection with our experiences, with the people around us, that's when we begin to shape and grow and expand and transform into a better version of ourselves. And that's why this is all important. That's why I'm talking about memes in the first place. That's why I'm talking about comedy in the first place. Yeah, it's something that we're able to view as something to help us not take ourselves so seriously. Yeah, it's something that we use to laugh. And we all need to laugh. We all need to just not take ourselves so seriously. We all need to just let things go sometimes. We can't always carry this heavy burden all the time. But it is also a unique avenue into something so much deeper and so much more transformative, so much more eye-opening. Um, because ultimately it creates a sense of knowing that we're not alone on this giant speeding space rock. Um, we do get that feeling of solidarity. We do get that support of knowing I'm not the only one to have thought this thing. I'm not the only one who has contemplated whether or not this particular theology about the Bible or about God is correct or not. I'm not the only person who has these feelings of depression and anxiety and fear. And I'm not the only one who has these irrational thoughts. I'm not the only one who has OCD. I'm not the only one who, I mean, just earlier today, even I was on Imgur and there was a wholesome post where people were Someone just dumped a bunch of like memes and wholesome things for people to connect with. And one of them was a deaf girl who was reaching out to other deaf people who had a tough time at Christmas with their relatives. Having that sense of knowing that I am not alone here and there are others like me. That can be life-changing, folks. You know, when I'm, when I'm reading that Flappy Bird meme, as I was talking about earlier, it's reassuring to me to know that there are others like me who view the system of their work week as something that has been inhibiting them from fully being free and fully being who they are and being fully liberated people. 
you know, it's, it's helpful for me to know that I'm not the only one feeling the way that I'm feeling. I'm not the only one who feels that there's something more out there for me to do. Because when we enter into that vulnerable, vulnerable space and when we actually enter into that shared experience and that solidarity, solidarity, like I said, that's where transformation happens. That's where liberation is found. So friends, go out and enjoy some motherfucking memes. Share them if you got them. Be a meme lord. Share in the experience. Be authentic. Be vulnerable. And may those shared experiences, may that authenticity, may that vulnerability prove to be the path towards the most authentic version of yourself and your community possible. Peace and love y'all.